Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful Parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode 89. Today, we're talking about parenting like a traveler with Patty Monahan. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you are thriving, when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clarkfield's Mindfulness Mama mentor. I coach overstressed moms on how to cultivate self-awareness in their daily lives to take family and life to a new level of awakening. I've been practicing yoga and mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of the Mindful Parenting Course, and I'm the mom of two girls, ages 7 and 10. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so glad you're here, dear listener. I'm excited for this podcast. We are talking to a good friend of mine, and you're going to hear all about parenting like a traveler. Before we dive in, I want to thank Jessica for the five-star review on iTunes. She says, thanks to Hunter's podcast, I've discovered that I'm not alone in my parenting struggles. Thank you for the inspiration to grow and try new ways to be the best version of me that I can be for my kids. Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Thank you so much, Jessica. I really, really appreciate it. Leaving an iTunes review is super easy and it's a great way to support the podcast as the algorithm shows it to more people with the more reviews and that kind of thing. So we want more mamas to understand that there's a better way to do things and to spread the word. So um, please do leave a review. It's super easy. You just can, if you're listening on your phone, you can click on the podcast app, go down to the little search bar, search for the Mindful Mama podcast, and then 
when you see it, you click on it, and then you can click on ratings and reviews. And right there, there's a place to, you know, leave a rating and review. So that's a really easy way to support the podcast and share it. And I hope you'll do that. And um, another great way to share the podcast is to just simply tell people about it. That's the best way, actually. (laughs) Word of mouth is absolutely the best. And now on to this episode. I'm so excited today to talk to Pat Patricia Monahan and Patty is how I call her. <laughs> she's a friend of mine. She's the founder of Our Whole Village, a travel company that connects families with culturally immersive experiences that give back. Very cool. Thank you so much for coming on the Mindful Mama podcast, Patty. Thank you for having me. And actually, everybody calls me Patty, so you're good. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> oh, that's okay. great. That's great. Um, and I love, I love the work for you do. And I love, and we've, we've known each other for a while now and have a common interest in conscious parenting. But one thing, the, the thing that spurred me to say, oh man, I have to get Patty on the podcast was your post about parenting like a traveler. So, right. um, so, you know, you do a lot of traveling. Maybe we should give you a little background to parenting like a traveler. Can can you tell mm-hmm. us about, about, you know, why you bring kids, right, and families uh, to yes. places all around the world, like the Amazonian rainforest to all kinds of places, yeah? So so how did this, how did, how did you end up starting to do this? Right. Let's see. Let's backtrack a little bit. Back, so rewind. I, I worked- <laughs> The reason I am so passionate about it, I think it's basically, and I think we, we've talked about this a little bit too, uh, when we first met, you know, it's because it has everything to do with motherhood for me. So that's what got me started. I worked as a lawyer for over 10 years. And then once I had my kids, it was basically like an, a wake up call. And I was like, what am I doing? I want to be the best, you know, I can be for these little people and you know, and I was like, what? And at the time, I was just questioning all my decisions. Like, why am I a lawyer? Right? What What am I doing what I'm doing? You know, and I kind of like a, this and this obviously became like so much bigger than it was intended to. And that's how it all started. And I was like, what are my passions? You know, family and travel. And I really wanted to expose my kids to different cultures and raise them to be curious and kind and open minded. So that's how what got me started. So what I do is basically I organize small group departures for families who are looking for these culturally immersive experiences, but they also want a give back or a community service component. I don't always call it like a community service because I like to work with kids from a very young age. And it's not like we're going to go build a school, right, at age three or four, but there will be a day out of the trip where you can, you know, give back a little bit, you know, just have more contact with the local community that we're visiting. Mm, that's so cool. I mean, that's exactly, I, I have to, I've been dying to do a trip with you because I so want to do that. And I'm also a person that, that loves to travel, but I, I can so relate to that. Like motherhood just makes you, it's such a change. Like your relationships with your body changes, your relationship yes. with your time changes, your relationship with your partner changes, your relationship with your parents change, your relationship with your your work, with everything like it's just such a huge upheaval um Absolutely, and yes. it it does make you 
um, it makes many of us like really start to question and say, oh, wow, what, what is, what is really, really important? Right. Yeah. Like it's, I think I've heard you say it before, like it really transforms us. Right. And that's, you know, and, and the way we see the world. So yes, that's, it is really powerful. I don't know. I think I rather heard it's powerful no matter what, but yeah, it's, sometimes we just, it just makes us question and go deeper. And <laughs> I, I think it's so funny. I mean, it's interesting because like some, you have such a really interesting response to motherhood. You're right. You're like, I want to travel and I want to, and then you've created all this, this work and this company around this. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so many, you know, it's, it's almost like the polar opposite of many many people's response, which is like, (laughs) I'm going to hole up in my little, you know, I'm going to make this little cozy (laughs) nest and not go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Not many people understand it. I'm like, what? really? Are you taking your two-year-old to the Amazon? Like, what? <laughs> the I'm like, yes. <laughs> they have kids in the Amazon. You know? <laughs> ah, that's so Their great. It's everywhere, you know? Yes, but it is. <laughs> yes. And they did start very young. I will say that. <laughs> well, you must have, no, you, there must be a real strong travel bug in your life and your, you know, and your early experience. Was it something that was encouraged by your own family? Yes. I mean, we did travel a lot growing up. I've been very fortunate. My parents took us on numerous trips. They started a little later. And, you know, I think my first international trip was when I was seven or eight. But we did go all over. You know, I've been to over 50, I think maybe 60 countries by now. And most of those were like growing up with my parents. So, yeah, I've been very lucky. And that absolutely changed my, you know, world view. And basically that's what I wanted. You know, I wanted my kids to have the same. And I also wanted like to take it a, a step further because when I traveled with my parents, we were more like, tourists you know so we were um visiting the the, you know the different countries but I also I was I've always been very intrigued by the local customs and different languages and especially as a kid I remember being like so curious and intrigued by the local kids right you know I was like why are these kids I wish I could meet them you know and kind of like I've I've always been fascinated by that so when I had my kids, I figured, oh, wouldn't it be cool to actually have a more, you know, immersive experience and actually get those kids playing together and, you know, kind of like, so they grow with that, I don't know, that appreciation for the beauty of the world out there, you know, not just the places, but the people as well. Mm, yeah, because that's the best part about traveling. I was telling Patty, I just was, I'm slightly jet lagged because <laughs> I went on my own trip to, um, to, to Zurich, Switzerland for some, some work and some play. And, um, and that's absolutely the best part is the people is just meeting the people. And it's almost more, more important these days because all our technology is taking us away in some ways from face-to-face interaction, right? Like, you know, and it's, there are things that I really benefit from and, and use like sometimes like my grocery delivery service and whatever, but like, you know, 
we have less and less interaction in the name of streamlining. And, and, yeah. um, and so it's almost more important now, I think. Absolutely. And those cannot be replaced, you know, by gadgets and, you know, iPads and all that. You, yeah, you, I mean, they're very useful in our everyday life, but you, yeah, we're missing a ton if you don't have those face-to-face times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you're, now that you have some perspective of being a Mm -hmm. mom yourself and, and all that stuff, do you think you're, when you were raised sort of by your parents, do you, do you have some perspective on, um, what your own upbringing gave you, um, sort of, uh, water, what seeds it watered in you as far as your own parenting, um, just beyond travel? Um, the impact of the travel on my parenting or no, how are you, my parents raised me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you, how your parents raised you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's, but I, I guess, yeah, definitely you can see, I think when we first become a parent, you have it very clear. I, at least I did. I was like, when I was pregnant, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're full of ideas at that point. <laughs> and you're like, I definitely will not, you know, scream at my kid. <laughs> Uh, right <laughs> yeah yeah that's a big one for all of us I think there are things that you kind of like know or think you know that you're not going to do but I think when a child is born and so is you know a mom mm-hmm. and then you basically your perspective shifts a little bit and I have so much more appreciation for what my parents did and how they raised me and even though I do not agree with some of it I understand where they're coming from Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, yes, I feel like I have a lot more appreciation for what they've done, you know. And I kind of try to, you know, work with the good stuff, and then maybe I they were de- they were not very aware of conscious parenting at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and positive discipline and things like that. They were more strict. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, but I and it's a different time too, you know, different generation. So yeah. Yeah. And I like to think that we're evolving, you know, and we're learning and as individuals and as a society too. So hopefully we'll get there, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. They had to be fairly forward thinking to be taking their like, you know, their kids all around the or all around the world and they must be, you know, I mean, that's that's in itself pretty unusual. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And that's huge. And that's obviously has a huge impact on who I am today. So I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it.
Understood explains. So my husband's had hair thinning issues for years, for a long time. It's not something he'd love to have, and he's done some things for it. But recently started using Nutrafol, and oh my gosh, we have actually seen quite a difference. Did you know that for women, hair thinning happens in approximately one in two women? And if you're among them, I want you to know that you're definitely not alone. It's normal, but it's not openly talked about and going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. But you can join over one million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding, like my honey. Physician formulated with drug-free ingredients, Nutrafol supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve throughout a woman's life. And while many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol's women's hair growth supplement for six months. With Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online, no prescription required, free shipping, and automated deliveries to ensure you'll never miss a day. See results in three to six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code MINDFULPARENTING. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code MINDFULPARENTING. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code Mindful Parenting. So what do you see as the, the benefits like of that, of that, of that, um, that sort of mindset of that perspective of seeing the world? What do you see that, what do you see as the benefits for that in, in a kind of a larger life right. perspective? Yeah. I mean, I can pick for myself and also like I can see like with the work that I do and, um, I think not just me, but everybody that gets to travel as, you know, as a child, uh, you get, you know, very curious, obviously, but also very flexible, mm. very resilient as well. So I feel, yeah, that traveling, especially at a young age, if you start young, you just, you're way more re- resilient than, you know, most people. And just, I, I mean, I, I, I was able to learn different languages from, you know, a young age. And I don't think I would have had the interest had I not been exposed to those languages, you know? So, um, yeah, but I think just, and also like basically being open-minded, you know, travels, travel does really broaden your horizons and makes you question like what you have, you know, what is, what, what sometimes you take for granted when you're home. Um, so all, all of those things, you know, and I think that's essentially why I do what I do, right? I want our kids to be more kind, more curious, more compassionate, more resilient, more flexible. And I want to help other families do that too, right? Because I think, I really do think that the world would be a better place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what are, what is, what are some of the, what is one of the coolest trips you've brought your own kids on? Uh, let's see. I think, 
the one that is very special to me, especially because it's in Brazil and I'm from Brazil, is the Amazon River Cruise. And my kids were three and five at the time when they went. Um, and I, I don't know, it's just like, it's, it's one of those things like once you're, once you experience that, it is like a life changing experience. And it's just so cool to be there with your kids and experience that and, you know, see their reaction, their reactions and see how they interact, you know, with the, with the people in our group, but also with the people in, in the local communities. And we got the opportunity to help with the turtle conservation project there. So they learned, you know, about how, you know, how the cycle works and it, you know, and it's, they still remember. And it's so funny. The funniest thing is like a, Two years after that, right? So Julia, my youngest, was five, and she once turns turned to me and she was like, "Mom, remember when we helped the, those turtles in China?" And I was <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> so I was like, no, "What? I know what's going?" On. And then Sophia, my oldest, is like, "She meant she meant the Amazon." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay." So you know, like they might not get the details right. You know, they might just think maybe she thought she'd been in China. She's never been to China, but <laughs> but she remembered. She remembered the feeling, and she she went on to you know to talk about how you know brave she felt and how like she loves doing it and how she wants to do it again and she wants to go back and she remembers how to care. You know what she what they ate. You know because you know then they they did a little drawing and a little video after that. You know how how the process works. So that was really cute. Um, so yeah, so those like, it's just little things like that, like a little like magical moments that we just, you know, like share and then we remember forever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's all about connection. It's about experience and it's like, you know, taking your kids to see something that to be a part of and immerse yourself in so, into something that's real. You know, that's these are real. You know, real people, real places, real experiences. It's not like a, a Disney World. You know, pretend yes. kind of thing. You know, you take the same amount of money and yeah, and you do something that's real. But what about the people who? worry that it feels um unsafe you know that that's right you know maybe that's the reason they go to disney world over yeah. over over the amazon river cruise right is because right. they feel like it's it's predictable it's safe and yeah, yeah etc well, so what do you what do you say, say to that? Mm -hmm. yeah i would say first of all there's nothing wrong with disney i've taken my kids to disney <laughs> and it's great we love roller coasters they love that you know <laughs> The only problem that I have is like, you don't have to go to Disney World every year, right? <laughs> yeah. You can take that money and see the world, you know, you can, yeah. So that's the only, that's my only advice. And I talk to people about that all the time because they have, that, you know, things that they ask, like, are you against Disney World? I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I don't have. <laughs> but um, the other question that I get is like, yeah, well, two things. It's like, one is like, um, but my kids won't remember, right? That's a big thing. My kids are too young. They're not going to remember. I want them to be a little older. And I think sometimes I, it's true, but depending on the location, on the destination, then there's definitely like things that I'm saving for when my kids are older. But like the Amazon example or those little experiences, even like, you know, a tour in Rome of, you know, of the Colosseum. They might not remember exactly where it was or the details, but they will, you know, they, they, they take so much out of it. And I think we just don't realize that 
you know, how much they're learning and absorbing and how that plays into how, you know, the citizens they become later on, um, even though they might not remember the details per se. So that's the one thing. And the other one is what you said, is it safe, right? And what if I'm like, I'm risk averse, I don't want to take my chances. I would say like, first of all, like when I take the kids, I, you know, everything is inspected, their life vests, and there's like, you know, satellite phones, there's like, you know, look, you can, you know, they can fly and rescue us if anything happens, right? You have to, that's my job. I take care of that portion of the but I still understand. I understand some people are like, it, it is nature, right? So things might happen, you know. But uh, so for those people, I say there's others, other things that you can do even closer to home. Um, I like, for instance, in the States, I like like dude ranches, for instance. They're great experiences. And dear, have you been to one? No, but it sounds kind of fun. Like I'm a horse, uh, I, you know, I've been a horseback rider in my life and my daughter is. So, I mean, we, we'd probably enjoy it. Yes, it's super, you know, it's it's not in it. I mean, it's safe, right? It's yeah, your, yeah. You don't even have to leave the country, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So there are things that you can do everywhere and still expose your kids and take the, you know, take that extra step and get them, you know, a little more involved with the local community. So yeah, like yeah. I said, so, I even like Italy, friends, you can take certain specific activities that are more culturally immersive. Mm. Uh, and then even like there's some, yeah, some I've, I've tried, I've done it in Italy, um, a trip in Umbria mm-hmm. where we had, um, and we stayed with a local family. So you, you can, you know, you get the, you, well, you learn their their way of life, but you also like go truffle hunting, and you have guided tours of Assisi and other historical places. You know, oh, that sounds wonderful. That's a that's amazing. <laughs> um, cool, cool. I I I'm so ready. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to come on my trip now. <laughs> I know we have to absolutely. Um, so, what? Well, let can we um, move over to talk about your your post Post. about parenting like a traveler because that resonated with me so much because it's so true so so walk us through what you mean by parent parent like a traveler so this is actually uh, as I I, it couldn't be any other way I guess right I actually wrote this on a plane (laughs) of course (laughs) (laughs) and it was one of those moments I was like there was a couple years ago and I was just getting started and I was like why is it that I you know I was kind of like working on my why why do I do what I do right and like why am I so passionate about these things right and I was just like because to me they're both so intertwined the traveling and the parenting you know and the mom I want to become and the you know how I want to um, travel with my kids and so that's how the, the post was born and basically what that means is like I feel like the reason why I love traveling so much is just because it's how you feel and how you behave when you are you know exploring a different place right and I don't know and I think it does resonate with other people because I've gotten a lot of positive feedback but at the time I was like I don't even know if this might sound completely crazy <laughs> but um yeah, so I guess when you travel, you do like you're, and I think I talk. These are I I talk about you know five things that are you know typical of a traveler, and that I and my idea is like I want to parent like that traveler, right? And then the first one was like you're definitely more open when you're traveling, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I've experienced that, but I feel like we're a lot more tolerant, I guess, when we travel. I think that if we're home, we tend to like complain about the little things, you know, everyday life, you know, gets in the way and you're like, oh no, I can't believe, you know, I missed my train or, uh, oh, I don't know, little things, you know, I feel like we just focus on the little things. And then when you're traveling, you know, like, and I've had so many like more dramatic stories. And I think I even mentioned one in that post, right, about being camping in the water in Tibet and the high altitude. And I remember just being happy, right? And it was super cold. It was freezing. And I'm like, had I been home and forgotten my sweater on a cold day, I would be complaining, right? So I feel like it's just so much more open when you travel. And if you could just bring that to your everyday life, it just, yeah, I don't know, it kind of like, it just lifts off a burden, right? Yeah, yeah, like letting the little things roll off your chest. Like you're just, you're open to, you know, open to new experiences. Exactly. It's it's not like uh, everything has to be just so. You you know that everything is not going to be just so. You know that you can't like necessarily control, control yeah. right? It's that control thing. Like we can't, we can't, yes. we know when we're traveling that we can't control everything. So mm-hmm. we... Yeah. Um, we become more tolerant and more open. And that really is, it makes it everything in life easier, right? Especially being with kids. (laughs) And parenting, yeah, yeah, parenting especially because, yeah, you can't control your, you know, your child's anger, you know, and, you know, as they go to a tantrum and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like the more you try to control, (laughs) the worse it is, right? Yes, yes. That's a good lesson, I think. Like you feel like, okay, just like be more open and understand that they have feelings too. Of course we have expectations and we need to get things done, but it's just a matter of like shifting our perspective a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Taking that bigger picture, I think is kind of what, you know, when you're traveling, you, you look all around you, you take in the big picture, you want to kind of put together, you know, what is this place where what's, how does it tick and things like that. And, and, uh, and less like lost in your own uh, mind chatter, Chitty vritty, right. right? And and that's yes. yeah. If, and if we can take that attitude to everyday life and parenting, that would be wonderful. Yeah, I know that's that's our that's goal. Why, <laughs> yeah. We just need to keep reminding ourselves of that, right? Yes, yes. Practicing <laughs> it's not it. always easy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Cool, cool. So, and number your 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 next thing was to, uh, which is of course resonates so fully with me, is to be present. Be present, <laughs> right? Yes. Again, so overlooked, but so big, right? So huge. Like I guess, yeah. And that's again, like. And when you travel, I mean, this is like very, very clear when you travel, right? You're really appreciating every single moment, right? You're like looking and taking pictures and like, you know, you go to the market and oh, how cool these fruits are so different. And you're like, you know, you're kind of like, you're present, right? And so that that was my second thing. I want to be present for my kids. I want to be like the traveler. I want to notice those little moments, you know, with fresh eyes and um, try to, I know we have like crazy routines, right? And we are all very busy these days. But I think that if you just, if you manage to 
be present, right? And you just become more patient too, right? You're like, oh, okay, this is what I, well, even like on the walk to school and I know obviously we've well heard that quote, right? Stop and smell the flowers. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's a little bit like that. And it's true because I, and I, I, we walk to school every day and I feel like, you know, I could easily just rush them and say, hey, really, let's go, let's go, let's go. But if I take, you know, a few extra minutes and just to be, be able to be present and, you know, have conversations with them along the way, look at different things and meet different people. We always have meet other, you know, couples walking their dogs early in the morning. So we stop and talk to them. So, yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't take that long. I mean, we're, yeah, I, we're so worried about efficiency in our culture and like, so worried about this thing and that thing and the next thing and the to-do list and things like that. And, and this idea of just, being present, I mean, it goes back to like when I think about traveling, it's the idea, it's a very, it's the Zen concept of beginner's mind. It's like, just right. like, mm-hmm. look at this, you know, bring this beginner's mind to this, yeah. this moment, you know, because the truth yeah. is we've never been in this moment ever before, ever in our lives. You know, whatever right. moment it is, it's a brand new moment. It's a brand new thing that you have never, ever experienced ever before. And everything is different. Like you're cells in your body are different. Your child is different. Their life is different. They are, they're growing and changing in every moment. And if nothing teaches impermanence like children, my God, they change yes. like every day. Daily, you know? right? Daily. Yeah. The shoe By size the alone, the shoe <laughs> size alone will teach you that. So <laughs> but, <true. laughs> but, um, but yeah, like that, uh, that beginner's mind and, and traveling does remind you of it. It's like, oh right. yes. You know, yeah. it makes you say, yes, this is, is I want to bring this into my life. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, these are things that are, they're things that are they kind of happen automatically when you're traveling that's why I find it so intriguing right because we could do all that like relatively effortlessly when you're traveling but then you just like when you're back into your daily routine that's when you know becomes more challenging and you need to remind yourself of that mentality mentality right yes 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 cool so to keep it yes take us to the next uh yes be bold. I actually, this is one of my favorites because I love, you know, just being, and I want my kids to be bold and be brave. And I think also that's very true. Like some, and it could be something very like little, right. It could be like some people are, they, some people just eat at the same restaurant, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Every week, you know, they don't try new things. Again, when you're traveling, you're like, okay, you're going to try a new food. You're going to, you know, try to speak a different language or at least learn a few words. You're going to, you know, talk, you know, kind of be more adventurous, right? And this is great. I feel like this is such a great lesson from traveling and something that I definitely want to instill in my kids. I want them to be bold and brave individuals. So, um, yeah, so I think that the, the, my, in the post I mentioned, like, try to bring that uh, into everyday life. So maybe, you know, obviously our kids need a routine, right? Otherwise we would go crazy, <laughs> but trying something different is also a great experience and very rewarding. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe cook something, an international dish with your kid. You know, we, we, we love doing that. We love cooking international recipes here. And I feel like it's a great, easy way to try something different, right? Mm-hmm. And it could be like anything that sparks, you know, like curiosity and starts a conversation. 
maybe find like a new like a new hike to do around in your area, you know, and try something you've never tried before, right? Like it could be a new sport, anything, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's okay to not like things, you know, but it's it's about the process of um of trying things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky, wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it. Uh, we, so just last week when I was in Switzerland, um, I, um, I went on a, a, I went up a mountain, like, so I went in the cable cars and it was, it's like autumn. So it was at the time. So I went up the cable cars, but on the top of the Swiss Alps, it's yeah. snow there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I had like a, I had like a lighter jacket and a vest on, but I didn't have a hat. I didn't have gloves, <laughs> you know, so I'm up in the snow and I'm kind of thinking there's this opportunity to do, um, it was called a uh, ice flyer. Basically it was like an open air cable car thing where you go wow. over the glacier <laughs> and you go, you know, over the glacier and, and, and back. And you know, this like, it's your feet are you make it. dangling. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. It's a little cold. It's uh-huh. like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. How long is this? I'm going to be out in the cold for right? how long? And I was just like, you know, it was that whole traveling thing of like, be brave, just do the thing. And so myself, right. I was traveling alone. And so myself and this other woman, she's from Estonia. She was traveling alone. And this Indian guy, <laughs> the three of us get on the freezing, <laughs> get on the ice. Let's freeze together. The, it was so great. Yeah. The Indian guy was like, snow, this is great. Um, and, uh, <laughs> And it was amazing, like it just breathtaking, like so right? like thrilling and exciting and, you know, exa- it was just amazing. So, um, yeah. 
so yeah, you know, it was it was kind of one of those. It's rewarding, right? I'm yeah, not, you totally. feel great about that. Yeah, totally so. rewarding. And this is like, I know when things don't go as planned, you know, if you're bold and if things don't go, don't go as planned, then you can refer to number one and be open. Yes, refer back to number one. <laughs> and then, okay, we'll we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Right? I know. I know. Sometimes I think I'm bolder than I am. There's this thing called go ape. Um, around us and they, I think they have them around different places, but it's this whole like tree zip line. It's like this uh-huh. tree course, like a right? Like course, yeah. way yeah. up high in the trees and you have to like clip yourself in with a harness and yes. stuff. And mm-hmm. my, Love those. <laughs> my daughter wanted to do it because she was 10 years old. She could do the big one, right? Like she was right. old enough. So, but she had to have an adult with her. So I was like, okay, <laughs> here I go. Sure. No problem. And I thought, you know, people do this. It's fine. No problem. But then, you know, it's really pretty scary. Like, it was really like, there were moments where I was like, ah! you know, I'm like screaming bloody murder as I like fly through the air. You know? And your daughter is keeping you calm. Like, She's like, it's okay, mom, it's okay. You know? but yeah. I was like, it was a good reminder. Like parenting was a reminder to do that brave, bold thing. Yes. Like, yes. Like, <laughs> Let me do that. Yeah. yeah, well, that's good. I mean, I think the be the be brave bold is is really a message we need more as parents, maybe more than kids, right? The kids are like, yes, I will go do brave bold things. Yes, we just have to, you know, just don't get in their way. <laughs> At least, right? Yeah, yeah. Can we can we support them in doing brave bold things without our own fear holding them back? Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, yeah. A big, a big challenge for parents, I think. It is. It is. Um, yeah, especially in this sort of, it's, it's been a, I think we're kind of coming off a generation that was in very, 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 very safety oriented and um, which is okay. It's good to be safe, but you know, kids um, know that, you know, they can do things. They can do sometimes more than we think we can. I've done a lot of spotting my daughter, (laughs) spotting her and just being there in case something happens, like as she climbs various things, you know. I know, but you kind of have to like, you know, control yourself, right? And I, I, I get that a lot too. Like my, especially with my oldest, she's super brave and, you know, she wants to climb on anything and everything. She wanted to do paragliding in Switzerland. I, I had to say no, just because the person told me she's, she, she was seven at the time. Oh my gosh. She's like, she was basically the weight limit, you know, like, and it's like, well, then they, the person told me, and I was going to do, I was going to do it with her. But then the person told me, uh, well, maybe you do it in the afternoon because it's less windy. And I'm like, uh, you're telling me there's the way there's a, you know, she's so, you know, so close that if, if it, you know, if it gets windy, then it becomes a problem. Then I think we're going to wait for a couple <laughs> more years. Right. So yeah. we didn't do it. And she was very disappointed, but she would totally do it. She's like, not afraid. Red, ready. I- ready to go. Well, you, have, my daughter, I guess. Yeah. you instilled that boldness in her. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. So, and um, then your fourth one is a, a, is really, I think, also very specific to the work that you do in the um, culturally immersive uh, yeah. element. So, tell us about that. So, the fourth one would be be kind, and I think that here, but there's it refers to both being kind to others, but also and something that is often overlooked, just being kind to yourself. Oh, right? amen. 
Yes, basically. And that's kind of what I meant, you know, that I think that we could use that a lot in everyday parenting, you know, like to use the traveling example, things go wrong when you travel, you know, maybe, you know, like I don't miss a train, you miss a plane, uh, you lose your passport, you know, it's like it could go, things could go wrong, right? But you kind of like have to like move on and you don't dwell on the fact that, oh my gosh, this happened, right? You're just going to go on and enjoy your vacation, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a little bit what we should do as parents because I think we tend to, when things go wrong, like, you know, in everyday life, we tend to like, oh my gosh, this is like not working. And it's sometimes it's hard for us to like let go Mm -hmm. (laughs) and reset. Mm-hmm. And find that kindness towards ourselves. And I think that's what I mentioned in the post, you know, kind of like find whatever works for you, like whether it's breathing, meditation, I don't know, a walk outside, um, something that is, you know, will remind you to be kind to yourself. And then, I'll, and then I think once you get that, then you can be kind to others, right? And this is also very specific, like you mentioned, to what I do. Uh, when you're traveling, you meet people, when you're, you learn about different cultures and you just all of a sudden you appreciate, you know, all those differences and you find what's common also among us. So that's kind of like where kindness comes into play. Right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I love that on so many levels, like just that perspective on yourself and that not dwelling on our mistakes and problems and, and it's is easier to do when you travel. I think you're just more. You I don't know. You're just not uh, as focused on those things. Yeah. And, and um. And and I think because is, you're being more stimulated by you know new things. So mm-hmm. whatever is new, so you're like okay, this is, and you know there you have a limited time right to enjoy as well. So you're like I cannot just dwell on what's going <laughs> wrong. I need to enjoy my vacation, especially like if you're paying a good chunk of money for it. You're like I'm gonna enjoy this. <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly it's your time to enjoy and time to relax and you're paying money so yeah I think like that unfortunately like that's what it takes right for us to (laughs) let go of the little petty things but yeah well it's funny because it's it's this is really almost nothing different between traveling and being home in that our time is limited no matter what we're here on this earth for a real short amount of time and it's too um it's too harmful in so many ways to be hard, to be unkind to ourselves um, and, and to others. So, yeah, no, yeah. so true. That's beautiful. Yeah. But it's, I mean, even, yeah, it's true. I mean, it, our time is limited, right? Period. But I don't think we're always, you're, we're not always aware of that. Right. Or we don't take that into consideration as we should, as often as we should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, in my, um, artwork on the art side of things, I've always been really fascinated with the memento more is what we call is called in the art world is, um, and it's, you may see it in like Renaissance paintings. You probably have Patty since you've traveled around the world, but, um, there are people, artists will put reminders of death in, in the paintings. And it's, it's always, it's, um, it's there on purpose, you know, like a skull might be sitting on the table on purpose or whatever, because just to remind us that death is always present. Right. And and the the beauty of just remembering that death is always present is that we live life. It's the best yes. lesson now. to yeah. live life. So I have this kind of an 
odd uh, fact about myself is that I have this sort of skull collection. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. I, you didn't know that. I have, I, um, I have like some deer skulls and I have- Do like, I need to know where you collect uh, it's them? It's totally weird. No, I have them. I have them in my art studio for drawing mostly like, you know, but um, oh. I have a cow skull that someone gave me. <laughs> Now I know what to bring you as a souvenir <laughs> next time I travel. Excuse me, customs. You don't mind if I like. <laughs> like I have a skull. I have a skull. <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! Who knew this would travel down that path? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Oh, and wow. well, yeah, but it is boring. a good reminder. Yeah. Right. It brings us. It brings us really beautifully. Seg beautiful segue to your your final. Your word, last right? one. Yes. The final one. Be grateful. And this is huge, obviously, right? In parenting, and you know, I think, and, and I think this is like again, it's one of those things that come easily when you're traveling, right? You notice the wonders. You're like super excited you're so grateful for that experience you're talking to people about it you know and like you just feel happy and it's just such a good example of what it could be in everyday life right like if you're more grateful and you pra- if you get to practice gratefulness with uh, gratitude with your children they will automatically look you know start looking beyond their own world and you know their own environment and um appreciate the little things the little moments right the things that and kids are it's it's funny with kids right because they're like I actually I do I still do and I think I mentioned in the post that I had a journal with my kids so every day you know every night and I love that I love because that's the moment that I get to talk to them we're in they're in bed and we just we have the best conversations at the time I don't know if you have that similar experience with your kids but we just that's kind of when they open up Right. And, you know, like, and then I ask them about their day and I ask them to tell me about three things they're grateful for. I do the same thing. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think it's so, yeah, it's so great and it's so easy. Right. And so powerful. I think that's the, I think that's the message here. Cause we like, yeah, I mean, we, I guess, yeah, more and more people are talking about it. Right. And I was, gratitude journals and all that and I think there's a reason for that and I think that's something I definitely want my encourage my daughters to keep doing throughout their life and but from my perspective as a parent I feel that's a great moment of connection you know like right before they get to bed we talk about what they're grateful for and then we have all these amazing conversations about like their perspectives in life you know because it always evolves into like you know something happened at school and some, it's, sometimes it's something they're struggling with. And I just love this for so many different reasons, right? But um, yeah, so gratitude, right? Like something that we should all practice, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. I love it. So, Patty, I love what I love your. I love what you bring to this work and to the, to the, your work and, and, and just the perspective that you have. Um, so you, everyone should go on a trip with Patty. I need to go on a trip. Um, t- tell us, tell us yeah. where we can, um, tell, tell so, the listener where can they can find out more about you and, and yeah. about the different trips you'd go on and things like that. Absolutely. So or- the company's name is Our Whole Village and the website is ourwholevillage.com. 
anybody can email me anytime at patricia at ourhovillage.com. And I'm working on the 2018 departures right now. I will send you a link whenever I have, you know, a, a link to all the departures. But we're looking at, uh, I do many different places, but we're looking at special departures for Brazil, Peru, Ecuador, and Japan next year. Ooh. So, yes. Ooh. Pick one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and Costa Rica too. Oh, oh my gosh. This is amazing. I have to start talking to my husband about 2018 right now. <laughs> yeah. That's right. the thing. Yeah, we need to plan ahead because, yeah, vacation time and everything. Yes. It's a long so. game. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Mindful Mama podcast. I, I really appreciate having you on, having your perspective. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Mindful Mama podcast. I loved talking to Patty. I love how she points out how much more relaxed and open we are when we are traveling. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we could just take that into our everyday lives, right? I strive to do that when I go pick up my girls from the bus stop every day. And I'm not always successful, that's for sure. If you have a question, you can always email me at hunter at hunterclarkfields.com. That's hunter at hunterclarkfields, Clark with an E, fields with an S.com. Or you can go, and if you want to talk about this episode, go ahead and go over to mindfulmamapodcast.com, and you can find it there. I hope you will subscribe to the episode to the mindful mama podcast i hope you leave a rating and tell your friends about it super easy of course to leave that rating and review on the itunes Um, if you're listening on your phone you can just search for it and do it right there on your phone really easy and um make sure you check out uh, my free audio guide. I have a free guide called mind it's at mindfulmomguide.com and it's a guide for you to help you bring mindfulness into your everyday life. And as we know, this can change everything. It's kind of like this brain hack superpower that we really, really need as mamas. We need those tools to help us become less reactive. It, It really does change everything. So you can find that free audio guide at mindfulmomguide.com. And finally, thank you, dear hubby Bill, for the music. And thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Namaste. Are you a mom who wants to feel less stressed and enjoy motherhood more? Do you want to be calmer with your kids and be more present for all of your life? I'm a mom who has gone from really being stressed and yelling when my kids were young to having a more grounded more at ease relationship with life and having more enjoyable cooperative relationships with my kids. And I've shown hundreds and thousands of women around the world how to do this. And I want to show you how to do it too. So if you are currently feeling stuck or stagnant, this is definitely for you. I've created a free downloadable audible training, Mindfulness for Moms, the superpower you need. And it will show you how to respond rather than react, how to let go of stress and feel more grounded in seconds, how to have a smoother day today and become more present for your kids for a lifetime. To get on on this audio training absolutely free, simply visit the website www.mindfulmomguide.com.
Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.